Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. folks shalom shalom indeed i'm i'm the jewish stereotype on the pod now um well speaking of jewish stereotypes yeah we have a special guest yes and you know you guys loved our last guest which we're very honored to have him and yeah. i and i want that to be sincere we we are actually a floored that he came on our podcast yeah with this one thing that's about us we mm-hmm. always hide our guests until the last minute mm-hmm yep Mm -hmm. and um you know so if you haven't listened you should listen um we had uh ben hawkman of the st louis post dispatch Mm -hmm. and this episode we have a little person i like to call lynn bachman of the babylon b oh okay all right And uh we're just gonna cook this on the spot, huh? Yeah, we're cooking on the spot. This is yeah, living off the living off the land. <laughs> living off living off the fat of the land, just don't blow my brains out while I look away. Hello, it's me, Lynn Hawkman. Bachman. Bachman. It's me, Richard Bachman, you know, Stephen King's pen name. <laughs> you can call me Lynn Bachman. I uh Wrote in the shadow of Aspey Award nominated writer Ben Hawkman. <laughs> He's a real cuck, if you don't mind me saying. Oh, Lynn, come on. Ben is a great, well regarded writer who is, you know, casting Hall of Fame votes. Well, Lynn, I had a Hall of Fame vote. Lynn, I want to hear your thoughts. I on... voted for Adam Carolla. I want to hear your thoughts on the state of Oklahoma and uh yeah you know it's texas's hat (laughs) it should just be north texas yeah what are your thoughts on our libs of tiktok getting uh if i wasn't jewish and alone i would fuck her (laughs) i don't know why i'm doing this voice but 40 or have a 20 minute bleep on this we're leaning into the character yeah um yeah, so. I'm not really Jewish. My voice just sounds like this naturally. <laughs> Some people say uh, it's because of my asthma. I think it's because I'm really annoying. <laughs> all right, Lynn. So uh... Ben Hockman stole all my thunder. I was <laughs> writing about septuagenarians playing sports. I covered golf. No one gave a shit about what I wrote. Who's your favorite golfer? I don't care anymore. It's not Tiger Woods, that's for sure. John Daly? No. (laughs) My favorite. (laughs) Okay, it's John Daly. How did you guess that? Well, you know. I don't know why I wanted to lie about it. (laughs) You seem like a guy who 
would say caffeine plus nicotine equals protein. I wasn't good at covering golf. I tried to, what I tried to do is intersperse golf with conservative politics, <laughs> family traditions, and values. That's why I didn't like that cuck, Tiger Woods. He didn't respect his family. Oh, so you're a fan of like the nuclear family, though. I'm a fan of what Saudi Arabia is doing to the sport of golf. Phil Mickelson has my vote. He <laughs> should run for public office. But he'll probably run on the opposition ticket. There's, that's why they call him Lefty, the son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Um, what are... Do you ever cover any other sports, Lynn? Of course I do. I cover all of them. Like women's swimming? Cricket. Women's collegiate swimming. Oh, yes, where it's becoming men's collegiate swimming. Oh, gotcha. You're one of those. Yeah. What do you mean, one of those? One of them transvesticles? That's the new term I'm dubbing for them. We need to be able to single them out more easily. I like what they're doing in Texas. What is uh, Governor Abbott doing in Texas? Losing his fucking mind. <laughs> okay. All right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Challenging that ballless, dickless eunuch Joe Biden to a pissing match. Mm. And let me tell you, Greg Abbott's got more piss in him than the outhouse on a state fair, goddammit. <laughs> Can you okay, like real talk though, can you yeah. imagine if uh like the army rangers showed up to take on the Texas Rangers and then they just like massacred. murder the shit out of yeah, them? Yeah, but they we do it at the Alamo. I hate um I hate how they popped up because all these moronic Texans. So the conservative bunch of Texans are like, uh yeah, we should secede from the Union. I'm like, please do. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. We'll let Mexico fuck you up. <laughs> Mexico would love to fuck you up. They like to. They would call it Operation Getting Back What Was Ours. No, I mean the state of Texas would die again if. They yeah, their power grids. Yeah, ass. if they get an ice storm, yeah, they're yeah, dead. Their <laughs> power grids fucking ass. Their economy is fucking ass. Now, like, hold on. So, like, whenever they talked about like their economic boom, it's because it's subsidized at the federal level. So let's take away that, and now you're a country. So now you deal with all these problems where you don't get any subsidization from Washington on. Good fucking luck, Texas. You'll die. I like the You'll think... come crawling back like you did twice. Twice, you fucking beggars. I like to think that uh like Austin would be like Matthew McConaughey would lead the charge and it would be like free state of Jones, but oh god, that'd but, be so like, funny. like modern day. Like... The only the only state we have that could literally break off and be its own country is California. Yeah. California's ten percent of our fucking economy. Mm -hmm. So like they they're the breadbasket when it comes to food. They have a shit ton of population centers, a shit uh ton of people. Access. They have a big ass coastline. Yeah. Like they have nukes. They have natural barriers for protect. Like that is the only state that can go be like its own country. I like to think that you know maybe like Idaho could fuck around and you know go their own way. They can make like their own Mountain West. They could be, but like they could be like America's Ireland. Like if we had to rank states that could become their own separate countries, uh, it, this is going to upset everyone in Texas, but it goes California, Hawaii, Alaska. Uh, maybe florida no not florida 
They, they're so, I they're mean, so self-dependent. I, I, I mean, honestly, they're going to be their own country because they're going to be Atlantis when they sink into the fucking ocean. So. Yeah, no, they'll they'll uh, be gone. Uh, Puerto Rico, <laughs> whenever we give them statehood. Um, Puerto Rico is essentially its own separate entity like that. And then after that, no one else, really. Like, New York uh, New doesn't York, share, New I York. think, enough of a coastline. Uh, I mean, they have, obviously, you know, Manhattan. They have New York Island, obviously. The Big Apple. Yeah, they have the largest population center in America, but we're thinking like we're a country, you know, for defense and just natural like access and easy accessibility. And like New York's a fucking nightmare. Like that like California can put like just pick pick any of our coastlines. Does California have a freedom tower? Does Cal uh no, they have something better. They have a Epcot for <laughs> <laughs> They have, they have a Disneyland. Ooh, ooh, it's like it's it's like oh, a Disneyland. I covered that too. It's like the Vatican. It's a country within a country, or it's countries within a country. Yeah, Texas is overrated. Texas can't. They've tried to be a country, and then they begged us. They begged uh, the U.S. We told them no, and then uh, we wanted land in New Mexico and Arizona, and they were like, "Well, we'll throw Texas on top of that." And then we fought a war with Mexico over it. So I don't remember Texas much about tried that to get us involved with like. Uh, with uh, bringing them into the union for like eleven years until we fought Mexico for them. Yeah, so they're cocks. Texas, uh, Texas, is a pussy state. You know, their teams suck. Their food sucks. Joe Rogan. Their weather there. sucks. Jim, Joe Rogan lives in Austin. I got to get away from all these liberals, and he so goes to Austin and opens his Planet Comedy or whatever that piece of shit. And we're like, oh, okay. I'm happy you live in like the most liberal state in in Texas, my guy. Cool, nice, cool beans there, Joseph Rogan. Man, uh, well, what that was it? a hot start. You know, yeah. we uh, yeah. Before we get to baseball, because this isn't a baseball podcast. Yeah, should we go down the rabbit hole again about this fucking um? School library? Sub- or, sorry, yeah. public library? Yeah, these My subterranean... Bad. Well, here's a bleep. Mongoloids. Um, who no, are... I'll leave that one. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a Devo song. I respect yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Devo can say we can, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, who are writing about, like, three books. Yeah, I don't know who the other two are. I remember the first one was, like, This Book is Gay. Yeah. And, like, Which... I forgot the name. The... the writer transition so the name that pops in my head is their pre is their dead name so it's this book is gay and uh it's you know like a teen young adult like essentially like help i call it a survival guide for like queer youth and like say there's like sex ed in there too yeah it's like you know how to do a blowjob and all that and being safe and like yeah sure it's graphic yeah i probably wouldn't hand it to a five-year-old i doubt they would like there's a lot of shit that's harmful to a five-year-old, like media-wise. I wouldn't say harmful, but you get what I'm getting. I wonder, at. I wonder how, how many um, AR points that's worth. Oh, I'm, I'll give it forty. That's yeah. a that's a good that's a good yeah. wad. That's a wad right there. <laughs> that's a fistful of wad. Mm. But no, it's uh, it's a it. I just look at it as a normal. It's a gay ass book. You know what I'm talking about? It's a normal ass book, and uh, you know, there's apparently some like martyr. Who I guess from the old Elaine Edgar days, just won't stop harassing these fucking public public servants that work at oh, the yeah, library. Oh yeah, that fucking Trog is a health point member. He is. No, Elaine is. Oh, so I showed up at my mom's house and I was like, "Hey, I almost wasn't able to swim today. The pool smelled like fucking sulfur." And she's like, 
oh why and i was like because elaine edgar was swimming and she's like so why did it smell like sulfur and i'm like all you, right all right you could have drowned her and yeah. then be like oh she's fucking old can't tread water <laughs> she's weak with like jim sucks he's weak <laughs> With uh, two other witnesses, yeah. They'd be like, this bitch sucks. <laughs> they help you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just that controversy again. I actually uh, texted. I know one of the people that work there, and they sent me a link for, like, their, uh, like, uh, like a fund for, like, the pub- it's like a petitionary act, you know. We should post that in the description. I the will. Uh, once I, I have to set up an account with it. Uh, it's like one of those... Uh, it ain't act blue, but you get what it is. Like, uh, like change dot org or whatever. Whenever you sign up to sign yeah. a petition for, you have to like create an, a sign in and all that. Anyway, so yeah, it's just uh, people uh, like so you can go and get like any like adult book. Like a kid has access to that at any point. Like, they so we're work. gonna take the long way around here to explain why this guy's an asshole and anyone who's in favor of it's an asshole. Like, there's nothing more fucked up and graphic in a book that gives you life advice than, like, picking up a Stephen King book or my favorite writer, Roberto Bolano, or Tara French or a James Patterson, anything like or that. Or the Bible. You, yeah. You read, yeah, or the Bible. There's mutilation in that. There's clitorectomies. I don't know. There's, there's fucked up shit in, like, adult books. It's part of fiction. It's part of art. Um, so like, if you don't have like an issue with that, if you don't have an issue with us banning the Bible, then like what it comes down to is you just want to erase uh, queer literature. That's it. You're Dumbo. You're, you, you offer nothing to the society. Like you just, you don't like the book because it helps gay people. Did you watch that video though of the meeting? No, I've been meaning to, I've been thinking about doing a piece for the website. Oh. And uh, going and like looking over all the books, taking notes on it, and then doing some journalism. There's an there's an old lady who talks in the very beginning, and she's yeah, like, and like she thinks she's like very like smart because she's like, well, according to so and so, it's like she's quoting someone. According like, to yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah, I mean, lives in my stinky pussy. She uses that quote of like whenever um like evil prevails when good people stand around and do nothing yeah no it's evil yeah, it's, yeah like oh, it's evil okay. to have sex ed for gay people for queer folk it's it's evil to have you seen this stat that's flaring up like on states that have like uh like been banning abortions and shit is like they're having more like uh pregnancies uh carried a term from like rape now well, as expected. Yeah, and, like, I know this is, like, a bump, sort of, not, like, non-sequitur, but, like, when you deny people, like, avenues to, like, care, education, utility, this shit you get. And in this community, the most conservative, like, region of Missouri, okay, if you deny even queer people going into a library to learn anything about themselves and how to function in this world, you're telling them to go away. You're telling them to leave, or better yet, as any time I talk with, like, homophobes or transphobes, is you just want them to die. That's it. You just want them to die. You deny them any kind of avenue to, like, having any kind of equal grounding in this society. Whether you deny them, like, health care, discriminate against them housing, 
uh, don't let them have let them check out books and make a fucking public witch hunt of that. Like you're you're investing your time into creating like these obstacles that lead to higher mortality rates, suicides, depression. You what you're doing is you're harming people. You want them dead. Fucking just say that. Don't hide behind the shit of like protecting kids or like this literature is obscene. There's plenty of literature that's obscene. I fucking jerked off before I did this fucking podcast, okay? I watched some crazy shit. I'm normal. Not really. Like, you just say you want him dead. That's it. I would respect you more for the evil scum that you are if you just said, I just want queer people to die. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least we're How about this Hall of Fame battle? At least we're <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I, 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 like, it's in our backyard. I, that's why I get, like, kind of mad about it. So the tenants have uh, changed their meetings, like, Monday, and it's going to be out at the library. So I think I'm going to head up there and try and will myself into doing some kind of, like, investigative journalism. So, because, like, when this first broke out, because when Elaine was right, running for that fucking state office, like, I went up and I just talked to the director up there for, like, their, like, youth section and, then and she like immediately she's like oh god i'm like no no i'm on your side like i just like what's going on like like my tax dollars i don't come up here but my tax dollars go down it's something like i feel like i should be concerned about so tell me what's going on and like we just talked for like 45 minutes and like showed me the books that they're pissed at it's fucking not even a section that says like here's the gay section it's just like History. It's like youth youth history. It's right in the fuck. It's right next to like fucking Michelle Obama. The fucking poem she read at like a fucking inauguration. It's like all that shit. That's where it's at. I like to think that there's like a like like a like a hidden compartment where they pull a book. Yeah, and they have and to make a blood sacrifice to ball. <laughs> no, they like pull a book and then like the like a secret entrance opens and then like Jonathan Van Nuys from Queer Eyes like hello hello friends. and he's really tiny <laughs> hello. Hello, my pretties. Hello, my pretties. Shall I open this book for you? Let me indoctrinate and groom you. He's like a little tiny nymph, and he has to, like, pull the (laughs) book. Struggling. (laughs) Chapter one. Oh, how the gays want to destroy America's youth. (laughs) Chapter two. How the gays plan to get gay married and burn all the crops. (laughs) Chapter three. The gays have taken our jobs. Chapter four, glitter everywhere. Oh man, there you go. Honestly, a gay person would do my job much better than I would. Oh yeah, easily. I'm a fucking slob. Yeah. Like, like my ass is using fucking Canva. Come on, dude. Like this is. Come on, come yeah. on, man. I do a gay voice and like, like chai do, but like we're trying to be better. You're. You know? yeah, I mean, don't say, don't lump me into this. Um, yeah. I'm good. No, you're not. You're I'm... shit boy. <laughs> I'm pure as heart. You're shit boy. I have a heart of gold, according no, to my... Uh... You have pyrite. Pyrite <laughs> <laughs> at heart. Um, um, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, three guys got in. I'm impressed. The baseball writers were feeling um, generous this year. Because it's either no one gets in or one guy gets in. This is cool. Um Beltre got um, 95%. And then the other two on his sixth try, Todd Helton. And on his first try, Joe Maurer. Right. And Nick was spewing the hate today. Dude. Well, I mean, spewing the hate, especially with that Instagram chick. Uh, 
Oh, Christ. Yeah, from the your mom's house thing. I was like, hey, here's someone we can feel sorry for. And he's like, we got to do a quick set. It's CC Unleashed. It's from uh, your. It's kind of weird because uh, I've seen their videos before. And I'm just like, your, this person's. I enjoy your mom's house, but also don't enjoy them. Is like when I was, they had like a big like Facebook group that like Tom and Christina would like visit and stuff. And I'm like, I'll join this. I like it. And it was super transphobic. I'm like, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. Cause you know, Tom and Christina dip their toes into that. Or actually, not dip, they swim in it. So here's someone who's having a crisis in public. Let's make some of them, their Zimzer jokes or whatever. So like, I don't actually know, like, medically if, if there is or what is wrong with this person. Um, what, the Instagram lady? Yeah. She's but, just know, a plump little 29-year-old chick. With... She mentioned in one of her videos she did, like, she's recovering from something. Or, like, she feels recovered now from some crazy she's, Yeah, that. no, she's just a, a, a little annoying millennial, younger millennial. That's um, it. But and she's like the super sweet lady that makes coffee and yeah, it's like yeah. this is the life in a twenty nine year old small business owner. I get up, I have my co- names off the coffee, like go to the gym, do some boxing, and then me and my girls go downtown and fucking mm-hmm. eat. I don't know a, a fucking tart. And like and she's a Bills and, fan, go Bills. And by tart, we're talking they cannibalize a whorish woman. A That's, tart, yes. Um, they have tart and front flakes right on the side. But these comments, like, what disease is this, by the way? And then... This is the ones we read. Most of them is just the most... It's just fatphobic. Hate, hate yeah. from the front lines of Ukraine. I think, like, the hate from the stuff is actually... Like, so... Because she's famous on TikTok. And she moseyed over to Instagram. Which Instagram is where you go to get cut down a peg. Um, I think... Because the more comments you have on the more you show up in people's logarithms, right? It's engagement. So I think uh, there's people that are on the bit because she engages with folks like that. And uh, that's fine. Like the hate from Australia. But then there'll be people that will just like, you know, just say the meanest thing about like just some dorky little fat girl. And like, it. I don't, you know, I don't get it. I don't get it. Never step foot in Rhode Island. That one made me laugh. That made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, um, hate from the color purple made me howl. Because she was wearing purple. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was just thinking like the movie. Yeah, the movie just hate from the color purple, and that killed Danny me. Glover. Oh, you bitch! <laughs> I didn't own no business at twenty nine. Um, let's see. Your mom's house covered it, and uh. While they laughed at all the mean ones, they also just were perplexed like we are. And so, like, now her comments are full of your mom's house uh, supporters. And I never thought I'd see this, but it's the most wholesome thing because they're saying keep your jeans high and tight and, you know, be positive. And then right below that, it will be a comment that will say focus on none of the positivity. (laughs) Disregard all positive (laughs) remarks. (laughs) Uh, good job, lesbian Peter Griffin. That made me laugh. That was brutal. Um, and then this person, you are single-handedly, without a doubt, one of the most absolute worst images I have ever had the misfortune of regrettably gazing upon. I was like, holy regrettably shit. Regrettably gazing upon. Oh my God. And it's 814 likes, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm. Anyway, it was, yeah. it was fun. Nick 
took a while before he stopped re- uh, referring to her as like a thing. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we. I should know if I want to like generate sympathy uh for someone like that, I should only go to you, maybe Ryan. Uh that was a mistake to put that in the group. Okay. Because <laughs> he joined in. He immediately joined in. There's worse haters than me. Not many. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what did what did you say? You said something that killed me. Um Oh, in the chat. Yeah, you were like, I, uh, I, I, I brought you. Nick uh, is a hater. It's in his blood. We've provided for him a bountiful feast. A bountiful feast. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. He, 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 you know, like he saw, he saw that meat. Told you know, Nick's a vegan, but man, there's certain meat he has to. <laughs> He's gonna sink his teeth into something. Yeah. He was on one because he's been hating on uh, Joe Maurer and Todd Helton. Yeah. Um, Todd Helton's neck is too big, which means he did steroids. And uh, Joe Maurer didn't play his entire career catcher. So <laughs> there you have it. That's why he didn't. He couldn't do it. So Maurer, I'm surprised, got in on the first ballot. I kind of thought he'd be the fringe case for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I. Just... During like my like peak childhood love of baseball, Joe Maurer was like the best catcher in baseball. And no, I, he was. And, yeah. and and I feel like that's a big thing is when you're the number one guy in a position for years and years and there's no like debate on it. I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of like a come on, you're gonna get it. Well, like right. we're in this period now, I think, with like Hall of Fame where I think you're going to get guys that are gonna get in with less cumulative numbers. And because of that, like not because of that. I, I mean, I think as a result of, like, you know, I'll tell you a good debate that will come up is DeGrom. Be like, he was the best pitcher for X amount of years. He was the best pitcher, like, the best at it. How could we deny, you know, that guy a slot in Cooperstown? Maurer has a way stronger case. But, yeah. like, you know, Maurer was, he what, won, like, three fucking batting titles. He got an MVP. Um, I mean, he was... I think uh, he so he was a catcher from like 04 to 2013 and like he racked up like 44 baseball reference war. I mean, it's just more than Yanni's whole career because well, because baseball reference baseball reference is bad at defense. Yanni is in his in, in, in 40s for B war though. Yeah, it's yeah. higher. He's like around 60 something. Like, use fan graph for the defense on that one, but you still like use to be like, well, 40 B war for a catcher is still really good. But Maurer finished with like. 55 56 B war and like 44 of it was as a catcher and like his fan graphs like war from that time was like 46 47 so like he could have gone on and been a shitty hitter with decent defense you know or sorry uh probably a adequate hitter with declining defense so a reverse yachty um for like the next four or five years and then retired or he can prolong it by being a dh and first baseman and that's the route he took I like I voted for him in all my mocks on it because, uh, you know, I think, you know, he's got over 20. Yeah, he's got over 21 hits. But only like 1400 of them came while catching. Yeah, he's got less than 200 homers. But I, I think if, if he was on mine, I mean, he won three gold gloves. He showered with accolades and like for at least a five to seven year running best catcher, at least in the American League. 
And that's really hard to keep a guy out like that. Yeah, I feel like you need to be between like seven and ten years to be to get like that. You were the best at your position during this time. You yeah. were elite. You were on the seven's probably the, that's like your peak year. Seven years is probably the good time. Yeah, and that's part. like kind of like my thing with Degrom is like he wasn't the best in baseball for seven years. Yeah, he missed so much time on it. Yeah. So I mean, there'll be it, people that invoke like the injury clause, but I mean, I think like you know, I would say. You know, blame the Mets because Degrom didn't like make his first start until he was like twenty five, twenty six years yeah. old. But uh, Mauer, Mauer is the most controversial one on that amongst us. Um, but like, I mean, I don't know. He he seemed he seemed deserved of it. Well, and like Todd Helton's totally deserved deserve it. I mean, it sucks that it took you know to the sixth try to get in. I mean, his road splits were. Just as good as other Hall of Famers. Well, and like the issue is, is I feel like when you're voting for those, mm-hmm. you're only going to vote for probably so many first basemen, just because that's such a past fucking position. It is. Um, um, I'll have to go look at this. This is when I was working on this Goldschmidt project. Like it's got, I think Helton will be like the 25th or 26th like pure first baseman, and it's a very saturated position in the Hall. Is uh, Jeff Bagwell a Hall of Famer? Yeah, Jeff Bagwell's a Hall. Yeah, I thought Jeff got in. Yeah, yeah. Took uh, a while, but I mean, he's no doubt Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean, uh, Buff Bagwell. I've been watching wrestling. I mean, I, I think like Billy Wagner's the snub, even even though I don't. He's really... going into his final year next year, and I think he gets in because he got what? Let me look. He got. He fell two like two votes shy. He got seventy three point eight percent. So you have to get seventy five percent. You have to get seventy five. His final year on the ballots next year, so he's going to get in. Um, Sheffield fell off. Sheffield, I haven't found anything tangible with like steroid allegations, so it's just kind of assumed. I mean, he had like the drunk driving shit and some like, and I think like a some kind of domestic assault. I want to say he, he was. Yeah, we kind of like touched on it with Hawkman last week. Team Tebow too. Fuck he he should he should be in. I think steroid users should be in. So even if he did juice, um, Sheffield finished. Uh, he's off the ballot uh, now. He sixty three point nine percent. I think with that, a veterans committee is going to throw him in. What about uh? How did Manny end up? I I, I don't think he got a lot of votes. Oh, no. Manny got more than previous years. So this was his eighth year, and he almost got a third of the votes. He got thirty two and a half percent. A-Rod got just over a third at 34.8. Andrew Jones didn't move a whole lot. He's at 61 in his seventh year, but I think he gets in by year 10. And Beltran made a lot of... Uh, a lot of... Uh, 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 headway. He's at 57.1% on his second year. Beltran's probably getting in the next two or three years. Yeah, Beltran will get in. Like, he should get in. The so. thing that, you know, I just... This is totally my bias speaking because I was always a big fan of Manny. He just played with fucking swag and yeah. was one of the game's best outfielders for. I mean, that time he like took a piss in the middle of an inning. Like, oh man, like that. Like, like, went to the Green Monster, right? Yeah, like, he went in there to take like a like a dump, and he came. So. I mean, that's just a goofball. That's totally our brand. Yeah. Yeah. Manny being Manny, like one of the most prolific power hitters of our time growing yeah. up. And, like, so when it comes to, like, steroid clause, I feel like if you had to punish anyone, I mean, it'd be these guys on this list because the guys that I made the exception for are no longer on it um, would be anyone busted, like, post-2007, 2008 for, like, steroids. When it's like, yeah, dude, we kind of know better now. They're looking for this shit. Like, A-Rod and Manny, 
Like I could I could see why someone would keep them off on that one because they got busted like so late in their career. But like when it came to like Bonds and Clemens, like I don't know, I always kind of thought those guys were Hall of Famers regardless of juicing. Yeah, I mean, dude, Roger Clemens was... Yeah, Barry Bonds would have hit, what, 500 homers? <laughs> like, And won only, like, two or three MVPs. Clemens would have won... Randy Johnson's in the Hall of Fame, though, right? Yeah. Okay, I thought he got in. Yeah. Easy Hall of Fame vote. Ooh. Oh, you're getting some pussy dollars? <laughs> Another guy who's not even on it, who I think should get in through a veterans committee, so look this guy up. You might know him. He's a guy, but he's, I think, Hall of Fame worthy. Composey? I saw his name come up in some discourse. Somewhere proposed this. David Cohn. Hmm. Cy Young winner. Yankees, right? Yankees. He won a Cy Young with the Royals. He pitched for those fucking heathen Mets at one point. Cohn's got like over 2,600 Ks. He's got like 2,800 innings. He's six wins short of 200. Not he's got enough. a career career war of like 60-something. Jesus. Yeah. So he's on that fringe. David Wells. Nah. If Pettit and Burley don't get in, there's no way in hell Wells gets in. <laughs> so. Wells is like, if I had to make like a Hall of Fame for dudes, like a, a Hall of Fame for dudes that doesn't include Hall of Famers in some cases, David Wells, Boomer's on there. Yeah, a big, hard-throwing fat guy who drinks beer in the dugout has the most fucking dyed-out goatee, like he's a PS2 NPC and bald as shit, like the most default creator guy in the fucking league. Like, yeah, David Wells, who kind of looks like a dog, is on my Mount Rushmore of dogs. Dogs. Yeah, he's in the Dog Hall of Fame. I put him in there. I put uh, who would be another dog that we put in? Bob Tewksbury, that's a dog. <laughs> no, I put Javier Vasquez in there. That was a dog. Bartolo Colon, that's a dog. That's a dog. He's going with fat guys now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, PE teacher bodies, man. You got to respect that. Jed Jericho would go in that one. Speaking of big sexy, did Bartolo get a vote? Five idiots voted for Bartolo Colon. Hey, you want to say young? Had a long career. Very good with the Indians. Very good with the Angels. Mark Burley will be on the ballot next year, so we can get the truth so what, out. What are the stipulations? You have to get so many per- to stay on it. You have to get- can't fall below five percent, and okay. you have to you hit seventy five. You have ten years. Another guy that got less than ten percent that I think is a Hall of Famer is Francisco Rodriguez. K Rod. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, broke the saves record. I think until Edwin Diaz. Did Edwin Diaz break it, or does that still belong to K Rod? Um. K-Rod, I would say, was you know only hampered by pitching for the Angels, so boring. I know why they called him K-Rod. No, if he was no, F-Rod, no. he'd be a fraud. <laughs> Liberals. Shove <laughs> the microphone through your chest. Say it, say it like you mean it. Say it like you... Come on now, feel me! Uh, K-Rod... Has 437 career saves of sub three ERA. Those are rookie numbers. He had, he was at one point. I mean, him and Joe Nathan, I mean, probably the best American League closers that time with Mariano Rivera. I mean, yeah. Billy Wagner was in the NL during that time. Trevor Hoffman that time as well. I don't know. I think K Rod should be in. 
K-Rod would get my vote on ballots. It's, it was a hard ballot. There's a lot of guys that would vote All for right, it. so we're looking at, at this row of bobbleheads, excluding the people that are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, already. Do you think any of these guys get in? Who we got? I, I think NATO maybe gets in. Nolan will be a Hall of Famer by the time he retires, bar an injury, and that's it. Someone voted for Matt Holiday for, I don't know why, but Holiday's not a Hall of Famer to me. Carpenter's not a Hall of Famer. No, Chris Carpenter, if he didn't get hurt, he has like the same clause as Adam Wainwright. If both those guys didn't get hurt, get as hurt as much as they did, they'd probably be Hall yeah. of Famers. Wayno especially, he racked up better counting numbers than Carpenter. Matt, Matt Carpenter's not a Hall of Famer. He's a Cardinals Hall of Famer, probably. He'll He'll probably a... be a Cardinals Hall of Famer. I'd support that. Some people up. bitching about that. He's back. If, you know, he, we signed him back. Cool. Because we need better impress. We didn't talk about this a lot. Yeah. You know, we had like the same athletic article that Derek Gould wrote last year, as Ryan said. And uh, I don't think NATO is a leader in the clubhouse, from what it sounds like. And uh, that's fine. So, you know. Well, and, you know, the thing is, is like, Probably have some doubts on Goldie. We have to bring in all this to stabilize clubhouse like presence. And no. I know, I know they consulted with uh, Nolan and Goldie and others, and they yeah. all thought it was nice. But I okay, let's get the play Siri play the boys are back in town. Let's channel those early two thousand teens vibes. What bothers me most about the people upset about bringing in Carp is that they're just upset that we're bringing him back but they're not being like giving him a roster spot means you know maybe another guy doesn't get start service you could like, probably if... utilize it for someone else but also yeah it is a 26 man spot so yeah. if he's coming in as a depth piece like... that's my only thing though like yeah. like if like that should be the anyone who's that, that upset by it should be making that argument Instead better yet like, so can, what does he bring to this team and it's if... like He's a left, yeah. He's a left-handed splits bat. He's a platoon guy. Yeah. He can play first, maybe third. Still, like he's a left-handed bat. Um, who He'll walks? Some, I mean, yeah. Better yet, I mean, you know, to think like, who do you bring up instead? You know, but I, 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 I'm ambivalent to the car to the carp signing. It doesn't really surprise. And we're basically getting him for free league minimum. The Braves are eating a salary after they tried to trade him. Take that, you Greek bastard, you Alex Anthopoulos. Greek son of a bitch. Um, I don't know. I think uh, from what I read from Gould and Wu, like from my inference on it, is that Nolan and Goldie just aren't strong leadership type, I guess. I don't know. I can see Newpar being like a tremendous clubhouse presence. Yeah. Probably see Wilson, too. Catchers always usually have to bear that, but yeah. Well, I mean, actually, I can't say that about Paul. What I said about him, uh, <laughs> you remember what I said? Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, like Paul Goldschmidt is one of those guys who will, you know, be a leader by does example. Talking, yeah, does the talking with his bat and not getting the COVID. It'll vaccine. be by example and work ahead of the game. It'll, yeah, same probably with Nolan, like. Granted, Nolan's got more personality, so you'd hope he would yeah. kind of be more of a leader in the clubhouse. The more but... I think about it, why are we expecting leadership from the two guys that couldn't even be bothered to get the COVID vaccine? Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Y'all are going to go play the Blue Jays. We all are going to drink beers and fucking <laughs> Yeah, no, like, yeah, the more I think about it, it doesn't really surprise me they'd have to bring in some help. <laughs> bring in some help for those guys. <laughs> 
Garp would have got the fucking shot. Yeah. Hey, did you see that uh, Trey Mancini had to sign a minor league deal with the Marlins? Oh, that's so sad. That happens to a lot of, like, Dude. A- like league average veteran bats, man. Yeah, but yeah. that's the thing, though. I mean, that guy, like, is, like, a great guy in the clubhouse. I've never heard a single bad thing about him. From your sources? From your, I mean, yeah. From your little birds, Varys? I mean, hey, just saying, <laughs> we have talked to a legitimate, bona fide journalist. We are. We're legit. legit. We've gone legit. Brendan Schaefer said he would come on eventually. Let's, pull, let's try and get him off for the 200th. That'd be cool. I mean, that's in four episodes. So Yeah, so we got to work our magic. He only responds to bully. Yeah, do you have to bully him? You're like, you <laughs> fuck! <laughs> start, posting, start posting like a list of eight addresses. Be like, one of the riddle me this, Batman. See, like, I'm I'm actually very upset with myself from the Hoffman interview because I am the only person who cursed. And it was mainly because I didn't do much talking in that episode. But by the yeah. by the end, when I was talking a little bit more, that's when I fucked up. So yeah, I had it, it, I me and Ben for eighty five percent, you for fourteen point five percent, and then Nick that point five percent to to say you don't like cats. <laughs> didn't like the swearing rule. <laughs> yeah, that's the only episode we've ever done. I think like the. Uh, I mean, when it comes to like least swear, least swearing episodes, it goes that episode, probably our 82 series episodes. And then I don't know what else, because anything else. Our ones with uh, Caleb, we didn't curse a lot in. Oh, yeah, we didn't curse a lot in with Hayden. Our interviews, except, sorry, our non Stu and non Kyle interviews. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, our interviews are good. I think we're good interviewers. I think we do pretty good with it. I mean, you do. You you prepare. I was busy playing Baldur's Gate. That's true. Um, what I tell Ben, like in the in the prep, I'm like, once you know, I fell down a rabbit hole. So like, I you know, I know a lot about you now. <laughs> I want to get inside you. I want to pick your. Brain. I know you lived off Clayton. I want to lick your skull, baby. Ben, I want to rattle around inside that brain of yours. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna kick up my feet. Pour uh, me a nice, nice hot glass of milk. You just keep, you just keep kicking the part of his brain that makes him horny. Just, just what is this? No, oh, I gotta, I gotta get this in for Ten Hockman. <laughs> he's a yeah. dork. I'm happy we had him on. Uh, Ben's so base. Yeah, so he's a good guy. Um, I think my dad. I told my dad to listen to that episode, and I had to. Walk him through how to listen to it via Spotify because he didn't have the Apple Podcast. What a Apple fucking phone. idiot! I hope he so listens like, to this episode instead. Tim, you're a fucking disgrace. He he, he was very confused. He's you're like, a disgrace. You're a terrible husband and an episode. even worse father. He was reading the episode episode titles and he's like, Marcus Stroman and the Jewish Tunnels, and I was like, <laughs> and, I, and, and I was like, I was like. I was like, I know you don't know who Marcus Stroman is, but like, you saw that story about the Jewish tunnels, right? And he's like, no. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Dad. <laughs> That's not the kind of news that makes it to Facebook. He's like, can you believe that Trump said this? I was like, I haven't seen a thing that Trump has said in three years, dude. I don't pay attention to God Trump. Um, uh, hold on, baseball. Baseball. Baseball, baseball, baseball. Tommy Edmond got a two-year extension. Yes, sixteen point five gets seven million this year, nine point five next year. Do you think we? Do you think he tests free agency in two years? Like, oh, he'll test it. I mean, like, but will he like 
and ultimately end up signing back? I have no idea. Um, Mason Wynn's development will be a big factor in that, I think. He, Tommy, I think we, my honest opinion, I think, um, um, I would say there's more likely a chance we move Tommy than letting him hit free agency. So that's, 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 that's that's the worst fans, Tom analysis right there. What's the 2024? I think we outright him to a Korea like we did James Nail. (laughs) Stop it. James Nail going, howdy, y'all. Whoa, I thought y'all only ate rats over here. All these fucking Southeast Missourian hicks are just like, I can't be. You can't send that Charleston boy to China. You can't send that beautiful white Charleston boy. I'm like, we didn't send him to China. We sent him to Korea. They're the same damn place. You know what? I gotta be nice. I I went to college with James's brother. We had classes and all that. Yeah. So he uh, never once paid for drugs. Never once. Not once. Okay, people hitting the ballot next year. All right, I'm gonna read them off. You tell me if you're voting for them. Okay. Ichiro Suzuki. Yes. CC Sabathia. I need to consult. I need to consult the elder god. I mean, he was so dominant early on in his career, and I'd w- I'd want to look more at his Yankee. I'd vote for CC Dustin Pedroia. Yeah, I'd vote for Pedroia. Yeah, Kinsler. No, maybe. Hern- Felix Hernandez. Yeah. Here's the weird thing about Felix: he was so dominant, but he got out of the game so so soon, and he started getting hurt at the end. He racked up like just like fifty B WAR. It feels like. He was way better than that, right? He was on a shitty team, though. He was on the Mariners, never got that playoff one or uh, playoff appearance. Yeah, he was out of the league at 33. But he came in when he was super fucking young. I mean, I feel like that guy pitched at 19. Yeah. So, like, he got like he got he pitched 15 years. Just his arm wore out. He uh, his last good season, last full good season when he was so durable. From 2006 to 2015, he threw at least 190 innings. And then at 30, he just, you know, he got hurt. I would invoke the injury clause on Felix Hernandez and be like, he would have racked up enough cumulative stats, enough counting numbers. He's in for me, man. Like, King Felix, come on. This one might spark the injury clause, but I'm not voting for this next guy. Troy Tulowitzki. Yeah, I'm not voting for Tulo. Ben Zobris? No. Curtis Granderson? No. The rest of these guys are legit bums. Let me see if any of them are interesting. Um, Brian McCann's in- interesting. Adam Jones, Russell Martin, who, if you take the time uh, Yachty broke in the league um, and Russell did, and over the time when Russell retired, because he Russell, he uh, Ru- Russell first retired first, Russell Martin had, I think, slightly higher defensive war than Yachty. Seriously? That was fucking crazy to me. Russell Martin um, should have won a lot of gold gloves, but he didn't. Um, he is. He won one. He won one. It was in his second. I thought he won him more when he was older. He was so fucking good, dude. Not as good as Yachty, though. He's a borderline. He's a maybe. Like I, Russell Martin ain't getting in, man. He didn't. He didn't play long. He didn't stay healthy long enough and rack up in serious county numbers. Like he's got, don't don't get me wrong, he's got good numbers, but fourteen hundred hits, less than two hundred homers. I know yeah. it kind of feels like we're describing Joe Maurer, but Joe Maurer won an MVP. Joe Maurer won batting titles. 
I hope Russell Martin gets over 5% and stays on him. Nice to have that combo. Brian McCann's interesting because he was pretty good defensively. If he if he just hit this threshold in 2007, he would have had 20-plus homers in uh, – here, let me do the – oh, my God, baseball reference. Jesus Christ. Fix your sight, bitch. Fuck. Kill yourself. No. For 11 straight seasons. And then better yet, if he hit 20 with his first season with the Astros, it would have been 12 straight seasons. That's kind of cool. But, I mean, I don't think McCann's getting in. The only other name on here is Henley Ramirez. Nah. I mean, I think it, I think it gets cut off at Felix. But Or Mark Trumbo. We can vote for Mark Trumbo. Or Cardinals legend Mike Reynolds. Oh. <laughs> Or Cardinals killer Francisco Liriano. Mm. Liriano might be an interesting one. Yeah, a little bit. David Wright survived. He survived the five percent. I so hope he doesn't get in just to make a Mets fans rise and pain. A certain Mets fan <laughs> very upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be. I hope he gets drug out for ten years. That's the that's a that's a pain the Mets deserve. So this I don't think right. Right's right's an interesting case. If he stayed healthy, he would have been a Hall of Famer. But I think he got hurt just a little too soon to invoke injury clause, you know? Yeah. I mean He was also his defense was so fucking overrated. Thank God for analytics. They nailed that at least. His defense was like, nah. Great hitter though. Got hurt. Yeah. David Wright deserved better. But... He was never a huge power guy. He was like he was a consistent twenty. Twenty he had over thirty like a couple times, but he just he would hit for a high average yeah. is what it was. So he'd strike out a lot, but he hit like three hundred with a hundred taters or sorry, hundred taters, hundred steaks, thirty taters, you know. Fifty five burgers. Fifty five burgers, fifty five fries. Man, we gotta think of something like a fifty fifty club like that. Man. Mm-hmm. If you score fifty five runs. Fifty five doubles. <laughs> Fifty-five doubles is insane. Yeah, last guy to hit that many was fucking. That was Cassianos. Hit fifty-seven here. He almost he challenged for the record. Mm. So, so, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm 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 happy all three of those guys made it in. Yeah, I would have well, liked. We could for... sleep easier at night. <clears throat> I was really worried they'd fuck up Beltray. They still kind of did. He should have got a hundred percent. Yeah, but I mean, these baseball writers just want to get their name out there, so they're going to purposely omit guys. Guys like, I miss my Yeah. I'm like, shut up. Shut the fuck up, stupid asshole. Shut up, Mark Saxon. I'm, I... Oh, how many did Omar Vizquel get? Please tell me he fell off. Saxon fucking voted for him. Vizquel got, uh, oh, he got 17%. Did Bobby Abreu fall off? Uh, Bobby's still on. Good. Bobby needs to get in, but his numbers, his fifth year, he's at 14.8%. Yeah, it's not looking good. Bobby O'Brien needs to get in. That Get Bobby in. God dang it, Bobby. God Bobby. Stop. You should have walked less and hit more dogs. Bobby. Bobby. Um, I, feel like, I feel like there's more in the card. There's maybe a little Cardinals news, but I'm just, it's not, it's not percolating with me. Let me look it up and see if we have anything cool happen. Uh, Everyone's like just kind of, you know, 
had her walling about the rotation over and over and over again. And no more rotation talk unless we add something to the rotation. Yeah. It's fucking boring at this point. Although we I know what we have. I still am intrigued that fucking Montgomery hasn't gotten a contract from someone. Yeah, that one is kind of interesting. I think he wants to go back to Texas. That's yeah. where it's just hashing with. Same with Snellzilla. So nothing there. Jock Peterson is probably going to sign with the Diamondbacks. So yeah. Uh, Rangers got David Robertson. That's a good pickup. Build a Super Bowl pin, man. Like David Robertson, the televangelist. That's cool. Uh-huh. No, that's Pat Robertson. Well, it's probably his rich son. Oh, uh, here, let me go to the post dispatch since I pay for it. I might as well use. I pay it. for it too. You pay for it for me. I don't. I don't even have your login. You don't? Mm-mm. Oh shit! I'll give you that. You don't give these bums money. I mean, yeah, give them your money. Jesus, don't clip us. We're so sincere. Well, no, last one Sunday, and then... fucking monsters. Now, the athletic, I do use unpaywall because fuck the athletic. Uh, yeah. You know, I've been trying to get Katie Wu on here. You were never forever. getting Katie Wu on here. We just thought we would never get Ben Hockman. I thought we could get Ben Hockman before we get. Ben Hockman's more acclaimed than Katie Wu. Yeah, but Katie Wu's a woman. And do you think she wants to come on our podcast? Oh, yeah, that is fair. <laughs> like, what if. What if we, like. You know what? You're right. We need to change up our image. Yeah, yeah. We need to shape up or shape up a little bit. What do you think? We got to be one with the with the ladies out there. That's why I'm taking the brave stance that a toy movie should have got all the Oscar nominations. Oh, God. <laughs> a toy movie, a movie that had Will Ferrell in it, really needed more Oscars. Yeah, you know, it's so great that. The feminist icon movie of 2023 is an ad for Mattel. That's so good. That's why we're brave, staunch feminists here. You know, like, I have not seen Barbie, so I cannot attest to it's the good. cinematography of the film. Okay, However, Bradshaw. Um, I am I am kind of in the camp that I've seen enough clips from it. Very good movie. Totally get why it was beloved, you know, number one at the box office. I get it's it. Really good. I get it. It's great that a man got nominated, don't you think? With Ryan Gosling. So, so he was like best male supporting actor. He got a supporting actor. Okay, opinion. I mean that means nothing. Yeah. Like, come on. No, I mean, it's supporting roles are are important. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, it's not like he got it for you know, like he didn't get best actor. Like he's not being nominated for that shit. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, think of supporting actor as that's the that's the award for the villain. Yeah, it's like so. Richard Kind. Yeah. He could be best supporting The antagonist actor. award, you know? I went and saw, I've been knocking off some of my best picture, the best picture ones. I went and saw Poor Things with Bradshaw, and that movie's fine. It shouldn't be nominated for best picture. There's this thing we noticed with it, a little film, film analysis. Emma Stone's negative. She fucks a lot in it. Um, but like she has an infant's mind and an adult woman's body and she's learning to grow up. It's like gypsy rose. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. <laughs> uh it's literally she's like, I must, you know, establish and my... my husband has a huge fat cock. <laughs> <laughs> she finds her own agency and autonomy, and then like after that it's just an hour and a half of banging. And like I'm gonna go on a limb and say them films message is like 
like I would say like the most Obama era like form of like Obama era a form of feminism because it's about sex positive feminism. But the thing that's kind of upsetting with it is that anyone she tries to be friends with in it, uh, she fucks. And then the people she doesn't fuck are like an old lady who can't fuck and like a guy who's a eunuch who is like a paternal figure to her. And like I'll have to rewatch it because this is like a theory I'm working out here. But like noticing that it's like, well, you can't like develop any kind of like human connection unless it's like sexual intimacy. And I think that might be misogynistic. Yeah. I'm fucking smart, Josh. You're smart, dude. Dude, I worked that out after smashing this was a like, hammer against my head. This was like me last year when I was uh forced to watch the Lorax by that chick who broke my heart. And then and then, and then in like the opening song I was like This is good. I don't remember ever <laughs> reading the Lorax, but is this whole thing a critique on capitalism? And they're just like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm a fucking genius. Oh, bro. I'm fucking smart I'm as fucking shit. Smart. Well, man. I just start a left wing podcast about barely about baseball. <laughs> but um Yeah. Shit, what was I going to say? I do have a hard time looking at Emma Stone the same way after watching um, The Curse. Yeah. Because, oh my god, I hate I hated her character in that so much. I mean... Like, like in a good way, or like you really, really... I mean, uh, I see it's... what they're doing with it, but like, it just hit that like... She does stuff like she gentrifies homes or yeah. whatever. That's yeah. so funny. Um, But like, uh, she's like... It's just like the. I mean, this is her being a good actress. Mm-hmm. Um, She's incredible in poor thing. Yeah, she she earned her Oscar nom. I just I just can't get over like the fake bitchy aspect of it, and like that is her character. That is who she is supposed to be in this. She nails it, but it. I just can't look at her the same. Like I can't go into a movie or see her in anything else now without just being like. Yeah, you're the fucking bitch who doesn't like Nathan Fielder. You're the fucking bitch. You're the fucking bitch who doesn't like Nathan Fielder's tiny penis and wants to gentrify homes to make them eco-friendly. Like, fuck off, dude. Let me have my wood burning. You're the fucking bitch. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. We can't say bitch now. Are you that guy? No, we can't. We're trying to clean up our image. To get Katie Wu on the fucking pod, John. Katie Wu on the pod. We're gonna get her on the pod. Okay. Yeah. He's gonna start with B Shave. Um, and you know Ben said we. He's like, I'll put a good word if you ask. Like, yeah, we'll with fu-. Jeff Jones, which I want Jeff Jones. Yeah, on. of course we want Jeff on there. And Jeff and Katie are. Like, I feel like Jeff one. would let it eat a little bit. I think Jeff would. Um, what yeah. one, one? I think one from. Uh, the article, articles I can't get access to Bellevue Democrat. My main interaction with Jeff is like on Twitter, and Jeff is, Jeff is a cunt, but in a good way. I mean, he's he could be cunty to like, like again, like the most Hall of Fame moment for Jeff Jones that I remember is when abortion got outlawed, and he was like, "Look how much money these fucking DeWitts are giving to all these con- or conservatives out there." I'm like, Jeff, you sassy bitch. Well, I love that. And the thing you like to see that would. With journos, because usually they want to not be too too critical to not you know to not get maybe like lose access or you know yeah every, have that kind of everyone wants course. journals journalists to be like as impartial as possible but it's like, impossible yeah it's impossible so just lean into it just be right 
Like, uh, let me look at all these Oscar noms. Bradley Cooper and his big giant fake Jewish nose. <laughs> Only his nose was uh, was not. Man, I could have saw the whole holdovers when it was in cave. I should have. I need to go see that. Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Hello, I'm Jeffrey Wright. I have the coolest, second coolest black guy voice behind Keith David. Um, best actor in supporting role: Sterling K. Brown. He's from St. Louis. So. I saw Robert De Niro. Saw I, Robert Downey Jr. is getting it. Uh, Ryan Gosling, Mark Ruffalo, and Poor Things is also hilarious. Josh, um, he's a funny character, but he has a huge dick. Best actress. Uh, only saw two of them: Emma Stone and Lily Gladstone. Best actress supporting. I don't think Emily Blunt was in enough to be like warranted for Oppenheimer because she's just kind of like an afterthought. Um, she was an afterthought for Oppenheimer as well. You know what I'm talking about, baby? Hey! There it is. Best directing. Fuck Florence Pugh. Anatomy of a Fall. Scorsese's nominated. I've seen three of these. Bradshaw told me Zone of Interest. It tells me it's a Holocaust movie. So I'm gonna check that out. I bet Nick would like watching it. I think, yeah, no, Nick would cheer. <laughs> yeah, fucking kill him! Yeah, come on, kill him! <laughs> I still need to send you. I, I, I just <laughs> need it whenever I need. Endlessly mean. <laughs> it's so deep. And I need you to record it like on like, on your computer, good audio through a. It's a good audio. And then like send it to me via Google Drive. <laughs> Don't send me a text message. I want to be able to go back to it and yeah, listen to it. Yeah. You can't. You, it was a good audio. <laughs> you can't. You can't do his impression without dropping some words we're not allowed to say on this. Yeah, podcast. no. Like when I, I'll fucking get into it. And we gotta watch it. <laughs> Best picture. American fiction. Haven't seen Anatomy of Fall. Barbie seen. Holdovers. Need to see. Killers of the Flower Moon. Maestro. Oppenheimer. Past lives. Poor things. Zone of interest. Uh, like Oppenheimer's gonna sweep this, right? I don't know. I don't think it. Well, yeah. I would say. I wouldn't even call up and everyone the most dynamic from Barbie was. Like, to me, I've only seen like half of them. And the best film I saw out of all those is Killers of the Flower Moon. I haven't seen Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, my God. Because so my good. fucking brother-in-law didn't want to go see it with me. Yeah. Jerk off. When I was around him in Kansas City. Killers of the Flower Moon. Like, Oppenheimer. Oh, Fox. my brother. <laughs> okay, we can... <laughs> I just started. <laughs> Honorary Judaism. Ah, oh, the science. Oh. Oh. Oppenheimer was great spectacle wise. I thought, like, I thought it was pretty truthful about the events with a cursory Wikipedia search. I thought it was great. But, like, Killers of the Flower Moon just, like, generated such a visceral reaction in me and made me, like, physically and emotionally fucking sick. And, like, it's. It's great. It's great. That was probably of all the films I've seen this past year, the greatest one. Right behind Beekeeper. <laughs> no, the thing that, like, you know, obviously with my health stuff last year, I did not see a ton of movies. Yeah. Um. However. That's all in the past. I do feel like the way they tied everything in Oppenheimer with, like, the jumps in time to, mm -hmm. you know, the trial, in quotes, you know, and, like, it's fragmented that. story. Yeah, yeah, that was like masterful. Mm -hmm. I have like that was the perfect way to tell that fucking story. A criticism I saw was the pacing, but like I thought that was pretty deliberate because did you notice the first like 45 minutes of film? It's very, very frenetic. It's fucking 
Oh, here I am at the university. Oh, here I am here. Here I am here. Here I am. Yeah. It is so, so quick. But once he gets to Los Alamos, starts working on the bomb, the movie slows down. And to me, like, you know, Bradshaw, the genius that he is, the autist that he is, says Christopher Nolan's a master at teaching you how to watch his movie. And I think what it's saying is, is that everything leading up to his life, this point in his life, has been nothing. It's been an afterthought. And that's why I think it was shot and paced that way. Even like the affair he has with Florence Pugh. Oh, like, don't bring me fucking flowers, blah, blah, blah. And then she, you know, fucks him and makes him read. <laughs> like, I am death, become her world. You know, all that. And then it gets to this part, and now it's it's slow and it's method or it slows down and it becomes more methodical. And like it, it's great. That's an awesome movie. Um like if Killers of the Flower Mo- came out last year, that was a good fart. A little creamy though. Creamy. <laughs> 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 if it came out last year, I would probably say Oppenheimer's my guy for uh, for the awards. I will I will suck Christopher Nolan's dick. Like, just because? Just because. I love that guy. Yes, you're blowing him. Will, Did you like my best movie? I will movies? suck his creamy <laughs> I'll suck his creamy farts out of his dick. I don't oh, give a shit. Little yeah. Oh little creamy bubbles. Oh. <laughs> why don't why don't any other journalists want to come on this book? Man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We had our hour, so I got. I'm in Act Three, and fucking Orin the Red just took Lazell. I got some. I got some. I got some business to stand on. Let's say that. I got some asses I need to kick. Got what? A couple more minutes, Minnie and Phil. Uh, I got Bye. two minutes, but I started it late, and I was like, we're about ten minutes in. So okay. So um. Let's see. What are you going to do this weekend when I'm gone? It's your call. I'm going to work. That's what yeah. I'm going to do. So I do. You're gone. I'll probably vacuum. I need to clean up the kit- or kitchen. I need to clean up the living room. That's what I need to do. Okay. I never gave like. Uh... It's probably been a couple months. I gave the living room like a really good deep dick cleaning, you know. So probably clean my bathroom. I only like touched it up. No. Yeah. Well, I'll you don't. No, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking dust. I bet that's the source for how bad my sinuses are. Totally. I mean, we haven't changed out the air filter in forever. Yeah, that's probably why my sinuses. <laughs> so like, I was just like, like the world, dude. I've been, I'm like, been the world's worst detective today. I was like, <laughs> I can't bleed out my nose for the last month. Let's do. Let's wash my sheets and comforter. I still can't breathe out of my nose. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Uh, it's probably the dust. It's probably my shower curtain. The killer is in, not in the country anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go find him myself. The call is coming from inside the house. So I'll probably dust. Probably change uh, up the altar. It's me, Ryan. Hey, I it's am, me. Uh, what, was the, what was the character again? Hey, it's me, uh, Research Ryan. There's <laughs> uh, your alarm. Yeah. I'm gathering data on the uh, on the boys. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't Man. believe in God. I think he's. Uh, I think he sucks. I uh, told this girl on on, on Hinge that. Um, I'm unhinged. So I 
you know, they do that like two truths and a lie thing. Yeah. And uh, one of them was like, I perform with John Legend. And I was like, please tell me that's the truth. And she's like, actually, it is. And I'm like, I'm basically like a Midwestern, like Nostradamus. And she's like, <laughs> and then she's like, what else have you predicted? And I was like, well, um, I predicted the, the Jewish tunnels. And she's like, I was like, and bread did die. I, I, I was like, did you hear? Like, did you hear about that? Did you see that stuff? She's like, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I'm like, right. So, my friends have this joke where they always call me Jewish because of my glasses and general demeanor. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, um, one of my friend and podcast co-hosts' brother um said I looked like a subterranean mole man because of my beard. So I think those two things. Were me um, predicting um, the Jewish It's house. all connected. It's all connected. The dust is making <laughs> me hard to sweep at night. I must, I must have west the dust. You, you like whimpered this morning when I was getting ready, and I didn't know if you were awake or not, or if that was no. I was awake. I was uh, trying to uh, breathe through my nose. <laughs> You probably heard me gasping to try and breathe through my nose. It was like it was like a like 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 it sounded like a ah, uh, and I'm like, well, he hasn't killed himself yet, so I'll leave. That'd be like the most whimpering suicide. Oh, oh. I probably if it was a moan like I probably did it while you were leaving. Be like, oh, sweetie, <laughs> like something. Oh, let me pinch those cheeks. I want. Uh, I want oh. to feel my tits. <laughs> I want to feel my tits. Oh wait, we have to. Well, we're not going to do it here, but Vince Mc the court document over Vince McMahon's like fucking sexual misconduct has been released, and he's set, he's taxed some fucked up shit. I think he's pretty cool. I think he's a cool guy. We got to get Vince McMahon on. <laughs> what was it like having your wife work for the president? <laughs> Forgot about that. She was on the transition team, right? Yeah. I, be I bet Trump doesn't have a transition More team. like the, the D defense. transition team. Oh! Bum, 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 bum. Stewart's coming back for Monday. That is cool. I like that. For the presidential thing. Joe uh, Biden really needs a win, huh? I mean, well, no, isn't he returning as full-time host of The Daily Show? Said only on Mondays during the presidential oh. campaign. So who's filling in? Because Trevor Noah's done. I don't, I don't even pay attention to it. So John Stewart's a lib, but I mean he's really good sometimes. And other times not, but it's okay. Yeah. Whenever he's just skewering Republicans, it's very fun. Or like when he did that interview with that fucking transphobic Arkansas Attorney General and just beat her over and over again with a mallet. That was so good. That's shit like that the, he does. The thing great. he did with Bill O'Reilly where it's like the rumble in the or the Oh, the debate, and he had, like, the lifting, like, podium so you can stand at Bill's height. I remember that came out. I pirated it and watched it. I was such a fucking lid back in the day, dude. Yeah. What did they call that? It was, like, like... Rumble in the Air Conditioned Coliseum Convention Center or yeah, something like something that. something like that, yeah. So. Man. Yeah. That's why I just watched streamers, because uh, they would have called Bill O'Reilly a slur. Who's your crumble champ, Tom? Sam Cedar. All right. Yeah, you know, we're just go. We're gonna stay on topic. You know, Sam Cedar. So, you ever? Uh, did 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 you ever used to watch like any debate videos like back in the day? It, it got big like in the mid two thousand teens, and so like. I mean, I I mean, I watched the, you know, 
John Stewart one. Yeah. It was shit like that that would track me to it. And I used to watch real time and they would, you know, he would put overtime on like his uh, YouTube page. And so it'd be like a panel that would argue. Uh, I, like during the one, my... I like the one where Ben Affleck like goes fucking scorched earth. On Sam Harris? That was yeah, hilarious. That was awesome. Yeah. He needed his Dunkin' Donuts. That was that was an important time because it was like as a centrist and like, uh, I don't know, people shit on debate stuff. And I can get why because I use it a lot for entertainment now. But back in the day, like, that shit was important to me to be like, yeah, you can't just be a centrist. Uh, you gotta, you gotta really figure out what side well, you're on. I mean, debates, debates give you a counterpoint to stuff where you're like, I'm not totally sold on this. So you hear that little voice in the back of your head that's telling you like, eh, this thing might be bullshit. Comes no, yeah, like, it does. Then you like go research the right wing guy, and then then you hear the rebuttal. And you're like, oh, okay, then yeah, I go uh, look this okay, okay, yeah, that's really not a problem. We're just doing culture war nonsense. I would go I would ahead. listen to that. I would listen to, like Christopher Hitchens debates, and then like when I was like, I'm gonna be, try and become more like a politically sentient, you know. And uh, I guess like uh, my avenue, you know, my entrance into uh, into into being a fucking scumbag leftist was uh, sam cedar because he would do this call to action for or you know he would challenge libertarians to call him to a show and he took all comers dude sam you're my crumble champ dog i know you guys needed this hmm. what did i say that my goofus was gonna be for the year i texted it the other day oh shit i don't know if it's one it's I can not say someone's on. gonna die is it a stroman one no Oh yeah, I can't say that one. Uh, oh yeah, right here. <laughs> what if he goes on the IL for? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't say that one. Um, uh, you know what? My uh, my crumble champ is gonna be us. Us? Like, whatever. We're at opening day, and fucking Bill DeWitt comes there. out, and we're gonna fucking boo in our standing room only seats. Tim Robinson level. Tim Robinson level of obnoxious. <laughs> Fuck you, Bill! I hope you fucking die! <laughs> like... Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. It's gonna, yeah, be gonna be fun. You're gonna get there a little before me and I'll wear a shirt that's too tight and I belly out. Hopefully, <laughs> Nick, we can all just ride together. So that way mean you can get drunk and then he can drive us home. Yeah, he's like, ah, I hate these shirts. I'm like, I'll drive your car there. Just get us home, dude. Get us home, bro. That's what we yeah. Nick's so dependable. He's good for that. Yeah, well, um, if you start fucking milking your belly button, you love that noise. Who's our patrons? Patrons, we didn't, we didn't do one. Oh, wait, we do who we're fucking afterwards. Yeah, dog. Um, patrons, all right, we got Richie, we got Bravo, we got James, we got Jeff, we got Alex, we got Cran, yeah. We got uh, Tyler. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got, did I say James? Yeah, you said James. Did you say Nick? Didn't say Nick. Did you say Jeff? Okay. I did say Jeff. Okay, yeah, then this should be it. That's oh, wait, what did, uh, what, did, what did Nick, Alex, whatever, what what do you want to be called again? The mayor Something. mayor of Sloppy Top or whatever? Yeah. Or, um... We're only going to do this one more time. <laughs> I lied in the Discord. I'm not going to go back and look because that's a lot. Ooh, people responded. Um, Monsieur, I think it was Monsieur Sloppy Toppy. 
All right, so yeah, fuck you guys for not responding to my um, question about using the soundboard again. Uh, <laughs> fuck you guys for that. I thought it was funny. Do any of you guys? Do any of you OGs miss me using a soundboard? Don't listen to Nick. Give me your honest opinions. You know, I'm gonna take this as that they're indifferent about it, and that um, you know, Ty goes to the runner. So um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. coming back. <laughs> And in that case, fuck the soundboard. <laughs>